You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. Fucking the headphones are gonna fit over Shrek's cowboy hat. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna go without it. Uh, Welcome to the motherfucking podcast. After dark. Hey Skibs. If you're listening to this. Then we sound like chick bones and we're talking really, really fast. Hey Skibs, while you're uh while you're putting the finishing touches on this episode, make sure to throw in lots of saxophone, like and sultry, and soft storms. like sultry saxophone, because this is the motherfucking podcast after, after dark. Can I make it gross? I'm Aaron Howell. I'm Tony Lee, and this is the motherfucking podcast. What the fuck am I paper? Episode forty nine. Oh, we actually started. Yeah, we took a we took a week off. Everything's working. Everything's we took a week old. off, not not really deliberately, just through negligence and just having like way too busy of a week. It was a negligence. You have the baby on the way and doing shit for that, and I was in Chicago. Yeah, you were in Chicago, and I was I was entertaining Yawn, and I was working a lot and getting well. Yawn came on the podcast, getting ready for baby stuff. Yeah, and I wish we could have had him on again because yeah. the adventures with Yawn continued. The re- the real bummer is uh, that Shrek didn't get to meet Jan. Yeah, that's a bummer. I I would have liked if if he had gotten the chance to do so. Dash Shrek, there he's gonna be coming dude, in any minute now. Dude, you know who uh, Jan spent the most time with out of anyone? Your dad. My clearly dad. your dad. Dude, Jan and my dad have become like true bros, man. Yeah. Like my dad took Jan shooting. And also took him to the Tanner Gun Show. Yep. Well, if you want Jan to be your best friend, take him to a fucking shooting range. Right. right. Well, and and I feel or like... Or just give him a gun. You know what? I feel like a big part of that is, like, coming over to the United States and getting to shoot guns so freely is, is equivalent to us going over to, uh, like, the Netherlands... And there's just like hookers and weed everywhere, <laughs> you know. Well, I live on Colfax and Quebec. There's hookers and weed all over the place there too. Yeah, but the the hookers in on Colfax and Quebec, like, can't hold a crack pipe to the <laughs> hookers in the red light district of of Amsterdam. Why do they buy chore boy? Uh, because it works like a screen. It's like a like a screen. Like you can pack it into. I hear you can pack it into. You can pack it. Okay, so you go to some teach, gas station. Teach me how to smoke crack. Okay, so here's how you smoke crack. All right. Well, first you got to buy the crack. So you got to gotta know a place to buy the crack. Wait, I don't know anyone to buy crack from. Also, crack was supposed to be cheap, right? Like real cheap for a rock. So it's supposed to be like. But it's made out of cocaine and baking soda, isn't it? Well, no, that's not. That's not necessarily what crack is. Crack is. Um, comes from what's known as, as base, like when you hear about people like freebasing. Yeah. Like crack is a different part of um, 
the the cocaine refining process. So it's like a really it's like the it's the real thick uh like concentrated gnarly stuff that kind of floats it's up the, to the, the top. The dabs of uh, yeah, crack. it's kind of the, the that's dab, why that's the dabs why dabs da- cocaine, that's why right? dabs are the crack of weed. Yeah, it's it's ultra concentrated and I just don't know how it could be so cheap if it's so concentrated. Well, it's dirty like, and it's where'd all the coke come from? You know. Well, it's dirty and it's shitty. It's it's not like it's not purified or anything. It's it's just nasty like uh like it's like the iron ore of cocaine. It's nice. It's fucking it's gross. Resources. Um but so here's how you smoke crack. Okay. So you buy crack from um, a crack purveyor. Um you know, a, generally a, a gentleman from the neighborhood who has it. I I don't even think I've ever bought crack before, like crack crack. Um, yeah, but I knew a couple people who bought some crack. Who sure. bought like actual crack? Not for, not from anybody I know. But like crack rocks, they crack, purchased crack they, rocks. Yeah, there's a couple fellas. Like and I'm sure na- you, I'm sure you know who it would be that would have a like crack the, rock. Like the on. nasty kind of yellowish brownish. That's, yeah, it looked, yeah, it looked like yeah, fucking crack. Okay, so that's what get, I thought it was. You get these crack rocks. It's not like buying like a brick of cocaine and like it's really dense and you can break it up and chop into the lines. Like it is, it is like. It's like rock candy almost. Yeah. And uh, so then you go to your local bodega, That's and your local bodega Joey says. will have a, uh, uh, will usually have the glass roses and the chore boy right next to Ex- each other. Explain the glass rose. Okay, so a glass rose is like a tiny fake rose made from uh, like silk or plastic and like pipe cleaner and it's, it's just a little cheap little rose. The rose doesn't matter because you're going to throw the rose away. But like they're sold as like little like novelty items like you give a girl like uh-huh. a, little, a little tiny rose. It's, it's inside the little fucking it's glass It's inside piece. a little glass tube. Right. Right. That's oh. a glass rose. So it has nothing to do with the rose at all. No. You throw the rose away. No. I, I just I want to meet the people <laughs> who are buying glass roses like to be romantic. It would be me. Because last minute gift that's at the not what they're station. made for. <laughs> like that's not what they're made for, but that is definitely what they're mostly sold for. Well, and whatever company in China manufactures them, they're like they're like, "Oh, people really love these these tiny glass roses. We better Well, the rose isn't made of glass. Well, the rose isn't made of glass. But so okay, so then you buy the glass rose, you pull the fake thing out, you throw that away. Okay. And then you take the Or short, give it to your partner. Or give it to your partner, your crack smoking partner, right? You know. I'm sure I, it's romantic. There, yeah, come on in, there are crack smoking partners in. out there. He's not going to know how to smoke weed or uh, crack either. Uh-oh. You don't know how to smoke crack, Shrek? No. I'm I don't either. Okay. Um, I imagine it's a lot like dabbing. Actually, kind of. If you're freebasing, it is a little bit like I think you're going to come dabbing. on this side so you can oh. be across from uh, Air Bear here. It is, it is a little bit like dabbing. Um, if, if you're freebasing, like if you're smoking out of a light bulb or something like that, or you're smoking out of like a fancy Richard Pryor crack pipe. Ooh, what's, or, a, what's, a, fa- what's a fancy? Pryor. Okay, so like if you've, hold on, we're going to figure out how, we're going to talk about okay. shore boy and glass roses oh, yeah, real yeah. quick first. So you take out, you take out the, the, right. the fake rose and you give that to your lover and then you take the chore boy scouring pad because a chore boy scouring pad is just steel wool, essentially. Yeah. So you take that steel wool and you pack it in and then that acts as a screen and then you can throw your crack rock in there and you melt the crack rock down, and then you smoke the vapor. Now, 
Now, the next step up from that is what's known as a glass dick or an oil burner. Okay. Now they sell these as oil incense burners. It, it looks it looks a lot like a weed pipe, but it's uh, but it's a much it, it's a much bigger bowl and and it has a space where you can. Um, I think I've seen those. Like rather than having a bowl where you can you can put something in, it's just like a a, a solid bulb, right? Right. And it's right. got it's got a carb on the side of it. Seen and what that. they sell them as is that you can put oil incense inside of it and heat ah. it up, and then. So it's like a like a diffuser, like an oil oil incense diffuser. Anyway, anyway you, put, you put your crack rock Canadian inside that, and then you heat <laughs> it up on the bottom, and then you smoke crack that way. A Jerry one time when he was working at Purple Haze, he had a guy come in looking for oil burners, and I'm air quoting as I say that. He's looking for oil burners, and Jerry's showing him stuff, and the guy's like, "Oh, those are great, those are great," and then Jerry goes. Listen, man, if you really want a nice oil burner, let me show you this one. And Jerry pulls one out from a shelf, and it's this it's this big, beautiful, thick Pyrex one. He shows it to the guy, and the guy goes, oh, man, that's King Kong's crack pipe. And Jerry starts laughing, and he's like, I'm sorry, man, I have to kick you out. Like He's like, I can't sell it to you if you call it a crack pipe. Like, I'm sorry. And the guy's like... For real? And he's like, yeah, man. You can't. You can't be in here if you refer to an oil burner or uh, or what was it? Uh, water water pipe. Water pipe. There's no B in water pipe. There's no B in water pipe. You can call it a bong now. I'm sure. Yeah. Now the laws have changed. You can call it a bong. Okay. So then there's like the Richard Pryor rigs, which look a lot like a modern dab rig. Okay. Um, gotcha. Where it's like. By the way, when you talk, you have to be like. Pretty right. fucking up close. Like a, like a fist, like a fist away. Well, I better scoot. You better scoot. You want to be like you want to be like a fist away. You, need, right. you need to be scoot up more than I do. Ow, there um, we go. Yeah, and then um, we're in. Yeah, so that's that, and and that's what Richard Pryor had. Really and Richard man. Pryor filled his crack pipe with ether. Why would you do? Why would you smoke it with ether? Because it helps you to get you get the high off of the ether and the high off of the crack at the same time. Whoa! Yeah. Innovative. Yeah. What's, is, is, well, there, is there a name for it? Well, it's well. I think now it's just called priering, but uh, or, <laughs> is or, something or dicking around. To, uh, Richard, yeah, dicking around. right. <laughs> is that something similar to like? I'm gonna get Logan when you dip a cigarette and in, uh, in like embalming fluid and yeah, the and the yeah pretty formaldehyde you know yeah it's it's just I don't know it's it's something that like hardcore drug addicts like who just like the crack isn't doing enough for them so they need to take it to the next level and what happened sure. with Richard Pryor is he ignited the ether and it blew up in his face right yeah speaking of which um, <laughs> speaking of blowing up in his face. Uh, this I, I, I see no way out of this discussion, so I'm just going to to do the worst segue of all time and introduce my guest, uh, our guest. Our guest today is is one of our oldest and dearest friends, um, a fantastic musician, a lovable character, uh, and another another character from the universe of our of our world of of friends and family. Um, please welcome bass player for 
the legendary Blind Staggers, Tony's brother-in-law. That's right. That's right. Hey, Logan. Shrek, Shrek. a.k.a. Shrekleton Zelensky. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, how y'all doing out there, internet land? Hey, Shrek's on the internet there. I'm on the internet. Actually, you've been on the show before. Yeah, in the van. Yeah, not that I know of. Yeah, no, remember, like, <laughs> because we did the episode from, uh, from oh, the back it, of the van yeah, on the way home yeah, from the that's tour. Right, can, I that's your, right. can I use your lid for an ashtray? Yeah, you can use my lid for an ashtray. That was, uh, I remember that now. Yeah. yeah, and actually, after listening to the episode, after having you on it, you were, like, really good on air. <laughs> you, were very, you were very articulate, like and you had very, like, positive things to say and you gave a very well-rounded um synopsis of the high points and and you actually didn't even have any low points about the the tour you spoke very highly of the trip and talked about the fun that we had and and you didn't stumble over your words at all it was i was surprised at how well you took to being on recording well there can't really be a low point when you're out with all your best friends and family for right. however many days or weeks or whatever it is. Which is interesting, and it's interesting, like, it's interesting that, that, that now, you know, 15 years after we met for the first time, we've become such good friends because the first time I saw you, I thought you were terrifying. Like, I just I just saw the dude with the wraparound sunglasses and the huge beard and the cowboy hat driving no, the, the beat-up van. He, was he wearing the cowboy hat? I don't think. Absolutely. He was definitely really? wearing the cowboy hat. Yeah. I've oh, had you, this thing for 18 years. You missed, you missed a phase. You missed the phase before that. <laughs> what was his phase before that? What was the phase? Be- that, was he wearing berets? Is no, it, we- it was a backwards uh, baseball slipknot cap. Uh, like, all the time, the little S on your forehead, like... Like, that was. I think if he had back in my old the, new metal days, yeah. the new metal days, the old new metal days, the old new metal days, <laughs> and now and, it's and, more and like the chin a, strap beard. Yep. Oh well, yeah, a little fucking and like the the, the, light, the lightning the lightning beard. bolts of the Z's in your in your in your fucking. Well, uh, that was a long time ago. You had you had, the, you had the pulled back long ponytail with the shaved sides. Right. The dragon tail. The dragon tail. <laughs> All right. Did name. you have it braided? No. I did have oh. one night for like. I need to see these pictures so fucking for bad. like one semester in high school. I had one stupid little braid in the front of my head. Ah, uh, cool. uh, yeah. So the shaved sides, bowl cut, braided ponytail, like with the slip backwards slip knot hat. Yeah. Did you listen to Mudvayne at that time? Maybe. I did not like Mudvayne. You did actually. My brother liked Mudvayne. I did not like Mudvayne. Like their bass player was kind of too in the uh, Les Claypool. Uh, oh yeah, you don't like the slappy. You know, you're kind of a purist where the bass is concerned. Yeah, like you, you like more just like, like how do you, now you're not you don't even like pick players, right? No, no, just nah. two fingers. That's it. The magic twins. That's, that's all you it. need. The magic that's twins. All that's all you need. I remember when I started picking up a, a pick again. Shrek kind of gave me a lot of shit. So <laughs> I mean, like, there's certain things you need that? it for. I will every time. Yeah. I think that there's certain things that you need it for. If you're doing, like, <laughs> let me let me use the pick, and he got a specific sound from it, or like because he was a guitar player. You listen yeah. to like uh, the Violent Femmes. He played like a guitar player. That's yeah. I like. You yeah. can make those noises without a pick. Shrek can make those noises without a pick. It's like my uh, <laughs> picking noises without a pick. Yeah, Damn just, right. Just play the part really well, I guess. I mean, well, I don't know. It's a, it's a, 
you bring your fingernails into the equation. Ah, uh, yeah. Look at this guy. To kind of give it that attack. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to mess up my manicure, so, you know. Well, <laughs> I bet you really do have a manicure, though. No, I don't. Uh, I bite the shit out of my fingernails. Yeah, me too. But, uh, no, I use, I use a pick, and I use my fingers. Like, a lot of use the slower, like, bluesy ones, I'll use my fingers constantly. But Oh, yeah. yeah it's sure. a pen. I, I think, personally, I think that it... It's unwise to omit any tools from your tool belt. You know, if you've got something that you can use to get a certain sound. Now, you don't need to because you've 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 adapted to being able to play a certain way and you have this preference of the way that you like to play your bass. But I'm sure that if you had started out playing with a pick and you wanted to get that attack sound, like you would probably go back <laughs> to that, right? I mean, I, I imagine. I don't know. You know, it's not. I don't know because I'd never. <coughs> that wasn't my experience. He's pretty fucking good without a pick. <coughs> I would but, agree. Yeah, he's he's solid. I kind of look at it he's as like a capo. You know. Nice. See now. Okay. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> as a non-guitar player, capos are badass. Yeah, as a non Well, okay. As... <laughs> listen. Most standard, uh, most standard tuning stuff doesn't work with my, with my voice. Oh, yeah. And if I'm just trying to do some songwriting... I'm not a guitar player. That's what I've got you for. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But if I'm trying to write something and I want to make sure that it's in a complementary key, a capo is very useful. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I what, can understand What's the word that. that you're thinking in your head? That yeah, you so is a skirt if you have to poop in the woods. <laughs> That's exactly what's in my head for some yeah. reason. Well, yeah, that about sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah. A skirt's useful if you have to poop in the woods, but that doesn't mean you're going to catch me wearing one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the extra effort is and pull that, my is pants that down. Is Scotsmen wear kilts? Because they could poop be. a lot? Maybe. Or just a convenience. That's that high-fiber diet they have. <laughs> what? All that haggis. All that haggis is full of, chock that full of fiber and vitamins. Organ meat and barley. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> oh, first of all, Logan, thanks for coming. Yeah. I didn't know you were coming, man. Yeah, I heard Shrek wanted to do this, and I heard there was going to be a bottle of Strand of Hands, and I was like... Right here, buddy. Tony oh. was telling me about it, and I was like, can, can I call? Can I call? <laughs> so you're, you, I've got to clue you in on the theme, though. Oh, shit. Because of the time of night that we're doing this, oh, yeah. we're calling this the motherfucking oh, podcast... After dark, nice. And we're gonna after dark. <laughs> and we're gonna have we're gonna have uh, Skibs throw saxophones in it. Oh. Yeah, hell yeah. And, and every so often we we're need to be talk like about naughty bits. Every so Welcome often we to need to be like Frickish. Shrek. The do you find storm. that being a bass player makes you a better lover? Absolutely. <sighs> we'll be talking after all night. Yeah. Caller, you're on the air. Call. You're on the motherfucking podcast. After dark. <laughs> After dark. Yeah, well, I wanted to send a dedication out to my girlfriend. All right. I guess mm. you could. So, yeah. So, Logan, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. Thanks for coming yeah. to hang out. Uh, I want to hear about you guys tried an experiment, and you played a pretty important show for your band. So, I wanted to find out what do you about... Think? Was that... <laughs> Well, no, hold on. Let's take one thing at a time. First of all, tell me about the retreat. Tell me about the retreat that you guys did. How long were you out? 
What did the day to day look did like? Did I not tell you about the surgery? Was, oh, I told you this. Yeah, yeah. That was not with the I, I mean, I mean, no, I haven't touched. No, we, we haven't. Have we haven't done it after dark. After dark. Oh hell! Oh Shrek with your For flip phone. Second, Hold I on. That, that was Silence. a saxophone. No, I know. I thought like I was like, wait, is Gordo here? Hold on, I gotta turn off my phone. My bad. My bad. I looked over and was expecting bad radio practices. Bad radio practices. My bad. Are you all making after dark jokes? All right. Here's I'll, your saxophone I'll, track. I'll, I'll just put this out. But yeah, the uh, the retreat <laughs> gonna, was fucking rad. We're gonna put this out for a little. We're bit. Put this out for a little while. If you listen to the last episode, by the way, no, the 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 the, the, the yawn episode. Oh, you look at me like no, I don't listen to this <laughs> shit. You're the only one who listens to it, Aaron. You listen to it 12 times, and that's what's accounting for I'm pretty sure my mom listens to it pretty regularly. No, she does. She does, yeah. She's a regular listener. Hey, Ma. Hey. (laughs) She'll definitely be listening to this episode. Yeah, of all episodes, right? Yeah. I made it. So what happened last episode that was so funny? Oh, just like we were passing the joint through like the whole beginning of the show and I start getting a little cackly and baked and start losing my train of thought like around every turn yeah. and so you can hear Tony on the mic like halfway through he goes we're just we're just gonna put this out for a little bit <laughs> and then we and then we're like alright we're gonna take a break and I'm gonna go splash some cold water on my face Aaron just like stopped at his tracks <laughs> oh, yeah. I totally lost my train of thought in the middle of nothing and Tony's like yeah, let's take a break. Yeah. Come on, let's get out of here. We need the words guy, you know? Yeah. You need the words guy. So we need somebody to steer the ship. Steer, <laughs> steer the ship. Yeah, sure um, as hell ain't going to be me. You guys haven't talked about the show that I missed. We'll talk about that. Okay. We'll talk about that, but I want to hear about I, the good I, shit. I haven't heard this. I asked you how Chicago went, and you were just kind of like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, tell, tell it me. It was awesome, because I got to I keep him for two extra days. I was talking, that you know. <laughs> By the way, I also have to give you Denver stare. motherfucker shit for closing down your whole damn city for six inches of snow and a little bit of wind for two days. But then. Boo. But. Hey, man. I got grounded. All the planes were grounded in O'Hare because of that same fucking storm. Yeah, because they were flying out to Denver, and Denver was clear. It was the visibility, dude. No, it, it was the visibility and the wind. That right. was the main issue. Uh-huh. Same, thing, same thing. Uh-huh. 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 The same, same exact thing happened. The same thing happened in Chicago, which is why I couldn't fly out. I didn't know you could play the violin, I, too. I sure as hell can't. <laughs> All right, tell me about, we'll talk about that. Not only can he play the violin, but he can land a plane in <laughs> an you know, 80, 80 mile an hour wind. In 80 mile an hour Yeah, They do it at O'Hare all the time. Hey, no. <laughs> they did it on fucking Tuesday. Shrek, you're preaching to the choir. The, 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 like, I was pissed about it too. I did get a day off of work. That was kind of cool. Yeah. But other I mean, than that, but we'll talk about there's that. There's a silver lining everywhere. But, but <laughs> before. Before we get into that, let's talk about let's talk about what you guys did, what the purpose of it was, how long you were out for, like how like I want to hear about the retreat and how things went for you guys on that. You have the floor there, Shrek. <laughs> it was great. So what what did you guys do? Like what was the purpose of doing it? Did you guys do it to well, write? Did you guys you do can, it to you can tell Logan because Logan knows nothing about well, it. Well, the purpose basically was just to kind of get back together again and hang out for a few days and see what what happened with it and just it turns get back out the group of things and it turns out we put like two very solid ideas for new songs together and 
You know, he just basically played for a couple hours and then figure out what we're going to do to eat. And then re- <laughs> and repeat the process for three and a half days. And you guys uh, got some, some cool shit thrown together? Yeah, we did a whole bunch of rehearsals. Road Crew songs yeah. come back. One of the Road Crew songs is Which one's going to come back? Are you Cla- able to say which one? Class of Sleaze? I don't think you know which one that is. Is that a really old one? It's actually it's actually started? one of the later songs we wrote. It's yeah, one of the guys you the, one of the ones you guys started writing on the back end, right? Yeah. Like 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 around the time you wrote like King for a Day and stuff like that. In the yeah, in the same fifty two A general in, in, in yeah. the Shrek era. The Shrek era. The Shrek era. The Z era. So is this song are you just Redoing it, or is it like rewritten? Rewritten, okay. like completely. It's not going to be called the same shit. And like, yeah, actually, uh, like me, Damien, and Shrek went to go listen to it on like the smoking deck. You know, it was like and seven minutes long, man. It was so fucking long anyway. But we're listening to the whole thing, awesome. purposely not getting Tiny or Laura to come in, so they couldn't be poisoned by the influence of what so- the song already was. Uh, <laughs> Just play off of what we're playing, and like you, you know, come okay. up, come up with your own flavor. Gotcha. On it. That, yeah, that'll get a, give it a different. It's uh, got a twist. nice little like a Guns and Roses kind of appetite swagger, you know. That's cool. Yeah, and then That's a cool. brand new one, another yeah. one that was, we did. That, that was a song that I was trying to. I was trying to cover Cachita. Yeah, from the Aragon uh, Orchestra. It's like this. Cute, yeah, you were telling me about that. It's a. Uh, it's I love this, that cheese. Cachita <laughs> <laughs> cheese. Yeah, I had that cachita cheese. So yeah, Cachita. That's uh, that's uh, like this old Cuban orchestra, and Cachita is the name of my grandmother. Fucking <laughs> her nickname. So I was trying to like cover that song, you know, because Damien like cooks to it all the time. Not everybody knows this, but Tony is half Cuban. Yeah, you're half Cuban. So Tony's got a little like boom chicka boom. After dark. <laughs> so, Tony, tell me, are Cubans better lovers? Anyways, the purpose of adding the saxophone. <laughs> if, you sing, if you sing imaginary saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a new band name right there, imaginary, imaginary saxophone. saxophone. After well, Dark. Dude, After Dark. Dark. So yeah, we, that's we, the we, first we, album, After Dark. So we ended up trying to trying to cover that, that, uh, that well, not even covering it. Like nobody, I don't think anybody was interested except for me and maybe a little bit Damien. It was just like, nobody, you know, it's a fucking old Cuban orchestra song. But... I did. Did you record it? Yeah, yeah. You should send me some stuff, and I'll throw it at the end of the episode. I'm gonna guess Damien has that. It turned into a whole song. It turned into an entire like. It failed as a cover for sure. You should tell. But I ended up taking like. Uh, today, I don't know. The, do, 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 just kind of like fucking song. Damien, Damien. By the way, if you're listening to this. Just know that it's it's just it's just a demo and nobody listens to our show anyway. So just just <laughs> yeah. let us put it on so that we can listen to. I don't it. You guys are I trying haven't. to keep anything secret. It's not like oh. going to go viral or anything. We're pretty Dude, if you if you want to tell a secret, yeah, this is the viral, best place cool. to do it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If you want to take us, if you want to tell a secret, tell it on our podcast. Like yeah. we get to create secrets. the illusion that we're that we're speaking After secrets. After dark, I'll, t- I'll tell a secret. Uh... One time driving home, I think I hit somebody. Whoa! No, no, that's really. a big one. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that was no, that was that party when we were uh, fourteen and fifteen years old, yeah. where uh, the cops told us that we hit that shopping cart into yeah. the window of the Chinese restaurant. I remember even back then, I was fucked up too, and I was just like, <laughs> "That didn't happen." <laughs> another story for another time. So, uh, what, what's the new song about? It does it have lyrics yet? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. 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 it goes. Wow. Okay. 
Tony doesn't know what any songs are about. I'm in a band where some of the songs I think are about me, and it took me like a year and a half to find out. Because <laughs> every once in a while, like, I know Damien gets this a lot, Laura gets it, Aaron gets it, you know, where I'll be like, or Jerry especially, because his fucking lyrics are hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. slow it down, tell me what the verse is, you know? And they'll, like, tell me the verse, like, talk the story to me. It's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, that's deep, you know? Nine times out of ten. If it's mm-hmm. Jerry, it's just fucking hilarious. You know, it's right. like it's one liner jokes after one liner jokes. There are songs that have been playing since Tony's been in the band, and he has just asked me within the last year what they're about. Yeah. Like, he'd be like, What's that song about? What are you saying there? It's like, Dude, we've been playing these songs together for like, like we recorded an album together. Did you ever listen to it? Nah, I don't listen nah, to my own man. album. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Who can blame him? Yeah, you can man. blame him. Yeah, no, I get it. Fuck, listen. I'm the same way. I wear my, I I wear my own T-shirts, but Stagger songs are about. Yeah. I'd listen to I listen to our albums over and over again when we first do them, and then not for a while, and then bust them out to make myself cringe and feel embarrassed like years later. And then once in a while, I'll listen to them and I'll be like, "Yeah, those were some pretty good times." Yeah. Yeah. No, I am pretty proud of that. You know. Oh, absolutely. In a nostalgic sense, like once in a while, it totally makes sense. But you got to remember, you're in the studio listening to it over and over and over again for a fucking year or however long it takes. Do you and, listen to live recordings that you guys do? Like if you guys record something off a board or something? You don't listen to it, really? I don't think we I ever would, have we, recorded yeah, anything we just, off we just a board unless do Sal does it. Oh, man. Dude, you can bootleg stuff so easily now. You can hook a fucking external hard drive. We do, up to a, but we don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we need a Zoom recorder or whatever, and one of them little stupid you, things. You don't even has. need that. You can take most new digital boards, you can take an external hard drive, plug it into a USB port on the board, and take a multi-track recording right off the board. Uh, I bet we won't. <laughs> no. We've done it. <laughs> we did oh, it. See, see there has to be the motivation for someone in the band to actually do all of that stuff. See, I'm motivated to do it. I just always forget. I forget everything that's important. I've got to come up with a distinction between, like, Chicago Wee, Denver Wee, or yeah, Ruckus yeah. Wee, Staggers Wee. Get back at me. <laughs> as far as song Staggers content Wii. goes, like, lyrical content, it's not on, like, my top three lists of things to figure out, like, when, when you're writing a song. Right. You know? It's like... It's not on my list of shit. It's like, yeah, whatever. It's yeah, not does our it, job. Does it sound cool? No, that's it's not our job. It's, it's not our job, Logan. It, it's, it's sounding <laughs> cool, and, and it's sounding tight, and we're getting the transitions <coughs> and all the little changeovers together. That's our job. And then once that's done, and I feel like we have it down solid, then I'll be like, okay, what the fuck is he singing about? <laughs> right. Then you can start paying attention that's to what the lyrics are. See, and, and that's, it, that's the thing. Unless you're in... I, I feel like it's important to remember to like look at your songs as a your average music listener as the people are going to listen to it because there's times when I can get hung up on what kind of lyrics I'm writing you know what I mean I can get hung up on it and like like obsess about a line or if that yeah. doesn't sound but the tr- the fact of the matter is is that <laughs> sometimes I you find don't... I find songs that I've been listening to forever that I love and then I find out what the lyrics are and I go Huh? That sucks. Well, I mean, check this out, man. (laughs) That sucks. You you sit there and obsess over a line, and you obsess and obsess over it. I know it's not quite the same thing, but I'll do the same thing on the guitar. 
Yeah. And it's like, in the end, who the fuck really cares? And I go, first off me and everybody else who's, paid, who's paying attention. So that's why you obsess over your side of We've you know? talked about how being a singer is such a personal instrument. I think that, as far as guitar goes, is is an area where we come close to having the same experience, at, like based on the instruments that we play. Because, like, it, you know, you know how I've made the argument before that basically, like, you There's put your fingers in a right certain here. place, it's going to make a certain sound. But you know, after dark. <laughs> <laughs> but the voice is a very personal thing, right? But the part of guitar playing that is super personal is being accurate and being good at what you do. So when you listen to a recording back later, later, and you hear your performance, and you go. <laughs> I know that I could have played that better. I know that my skill is at a higher level. That's the point where I think it becomes really personal for... Well, plus the song evolves, you know? Like, the more you play it, the more it kind of changes here and there as you're playing it live, you know, with your band. Right. If you play it for years on end, especially, you know? And there's choices that you make. And then you listen back and go, why did I come up with that? Fuck, I've been doing this one for five years. Holy shit, what was I thinking? Well, and that's the other thing is we... We force ourselves to learn our songs after we record them so that we can play them live and, for people. And even then, it still gets rewritten just a little oh, bit yeah. sometimes. Because we well, listen to them and we go, you know what we should have done here instead? Yeah. Let's start doing that forever yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's like, let's cut that part out or something. It's just like, this ain't right. Yeah. Let's well, f- how many times have you been to a concert or a live concert and seen a song that you know how it goes from start to finish? And then they throw some extra weird shit in there. That's the, like, that's the reason why you go to concerts. That's why you go to concerts. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's not against the rules. There's, they're there's your songs. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Well, with. they put the second half of Domination in the beginning of the fucking whatever Far Beyond Driven song they played off of. What a 101 proof album. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, they can do that. They're Pantera. Yeah. yeah. They are. Well, it's, it's just their, their, it's their, their songs, stuff. Right, yeah. 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 I saw some really funny Pantera graffiti today. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Panera bread that you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good soup. I was wondering why there were so many He's a good hockey goods. player. <laughs> He's a good hockey player. I was wondering why that graffiti smelled so good. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> fresh graffiti. Mm. Former Blackhawk. Yeah. Okay, okay. We went we went way on a tangent, but tell me tell me about the retreat. Tell me about what you guys tell me about how You wanna like, hear what we did? Yeah, tell after me what time. you did. After that. Uh, I don't know if I want to hear what you did after that. Uh, you watched Rocky. Actually we didn't yeah, we didn't do much except for the last night after dark. After dark we watched Rocky Four and then I stayed up and watched Rocky Five for three fucking hours on AMC. Oh that's uh, right, you were God damn it, dude. How long does it take to show a goddamn Rocky movie on TV? It's Rocky Five. Rocky Five is not even good, Rocky but it's uh, Yeah, I was just trying to get through it. Which one's Holy Rocky five? five is the one with his kid? Tommy, fucking Tommy, Tommy Guns. Guns. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's Damien's second favorite Rocky too. Whoa. Yeah, don't you yeah. just want to call him and ask him why? <laughs> get it, get him on the get phone on the right phone. now. Get him on the phone. Don't you just want to call him and pitch, ask him? Pitch him right? He's at practice right now, isn't he? <laughs> no. Oh, you guys have practice cast? We ain't have practice. I'm I guess here. you're not there. <laughs> Most call. of the bands in Denver right now. Let's go. Let's see if we can get Damien on the phone. All right. Get Damien on the phone and ask him why the hell is Rocket You, 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 you so, keep talking yeah, about the, uh, the, yeah, keep the, talking the retreat. retreat. I'll talk I, about I the retreat. About, so, yeah. I was about to keep All talking right. about Rocky Five, but I'd much rather hear that. All right. So, yeah, the, re- the, retreat, the retreat goes as follows. Is, uh, we drove up there, you know. And this is Wisconsin. This Wisconsin, is like Door County, Wisconsin. Way up on like if you look on the map and you know how there's that like peninsula like to the east of Green Bay there. Right. All the way up on the tip of that peninsula. 
And uh, we went up there Bruv. and secluded ourselves. Oh, okay. Hold oh, geez. On. Hold, hold on. One, hold on. Hold on. One sec. We have a caller. We've got... Bruv, call, we're doing caller? a podcast right now. Caller, you're on the air. Word. Can everybody hear each other all right? pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm hearing it. Yeah, no, I can hear it. Whoa, this works. Hey, Damien, we have a question for you. Um, you're, on, you're on the motherfucking podcast After Dark. After, After Dark. dark. <laughs> we uh, wanted to ask you why in God's name is Rocky Five your second favorite Rocky? It's not my second favorite Rocky. Well, which one is? I thought it was. I thought it was second. No. All right, let's no, no, no. let's hear your order again. Ooh, you misrepresented your oh, own. Damn. Oh shit! Damn, brother. This is your shot to call. Yeah, tell yeah. What, what? Yeah, what is it? Rocky Sue this for is a what libel. happens He's, when public shaming you know, goes you, wrong. You said one five, for said one five two. No, uh, four and three. Forces. It's it's one two. Four five toss up. What? Oh no 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 you no still, no no! You still no. put it better than lead, fucking Clubber Lang. I would lead. I would lead heavily. Three is way better than fucking five. We were all dogging no, on not, Rocky Five. It absolutely is. I don't give a shit about Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> that, fucking, that, that ending scene with Sumi for what is one of my favorite scenes ever. Man, I stayed up for three hours Fuck just it. for that damn scene. See? See, motherfucker, you said <laughs> But it's a terrible <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> yes, but you did yeah, you're right. Yeah, but you did it. So, so it's because of the ending scene, that's why it's one of your favorites? Yeah, there's nothing so better to do, that's why you also, did it. Also, I'm pretty sure I was like that kid's age when that movie came out. That's another reason, uh, that's my favorite, yeah. That's why he put see, it See, I didn't watch it until I was older, and I was like, fuck. Wasn't kids. that like Sly Stallone's kid? Wasn't that like... Yeah. Yeah. That was his actual kid? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, damn. Well, we all learned something today. Acting, you know, run the well, family. Yeah, I, it's something like that. You stayed up all night watching it, man. It meant that the plot had gravitas oh. to it, man. It pulled you through. <laughs> it it pulled you in. The entire time I was watching it, I was like, man, Rocky Four is so the much better. The end of that movie was like a plot wormhole that pulled you closer and closer to the event horizon, man. Yeah. Till it turned your world inside out. I disagree. <laughs> in the... Uh, no shit. I disagree. <laughs> yeah, we got a bottle of Stranahan's here. Shrek and Logan are getting at it, baby. Pass that thing around. In, in, the, in the notes yeah, on Yeah, I found episode. a bottle of Stranahan's that was bottled by Laura. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's bottled Laura by Laura. It says it right, like up, right on the album. Or right on the uh, label there. Laura. Oh, shit. Nice. And then it says... Schwing. I'm sure it wasn't Laura, Laura. Laura, Laura but, yeah. but it was a Laura. In, in the notes on this podcast, it's going to say... Damien doesn't care about Hulk Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) And he's not a psychopath. Oh, Dude, man. Are you guys going to make those shirts? Oh, Please tell John, me. No, no it's just, we absolutely John's just okay, really so going to Okay, we have to give some context for the people who are listening. So many of you have probably seen the Heinz ketchup uh, campaign that they ran, where they ran the, the hot dog sauce, like fucking candid camera commercials in fucking restaurants around the Chicago area. Damien from the Blind Staggers, Tony's... Tony's brother Damien, who we've had on the show, uh, friend of the show. He a friend of the show. He ended up on this Long commercial. Listener, first time ended up on this commercial, and basically they had these big gallon jugs of ketchup, and they had changed the label, and it said Heinz hot dog sauce or Chicago sauce or it? Chicago sauce. No, it was Heinz hot dog sauce, wasn't it? Or was it, it was Chicago? Chicago dog sauce? It was yeah, Chicago that's right. dog sauce. That's right. That's so amazing. You remember that? They're sitting that. there in the dining room. It's a bad insult. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm surprised there wasn't a rock. He was in the yeah. commercial. I'm surprised. Forget. Dude, you know what I imagine? Keep going, keep going. We'll okay. the rest of this. But, okay, so they start giving people hot dogs with this Chicago dog sauce on it, and people eat it, and then they reveal that it's ketchup, and they get every bo- all these Chicago people's reactions. The first thing I thought was going to happen when I saw you on that commercial, by the way, Damien, is I thought of that Saturday Night Live sketch where Chris Farley is given the coffee that's not the coffee he thinks it is. And he starts freaking out going, You lied to me! That whole thing. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen. But your response, they said, like, what? So, what was your initial response when they told you it was ketchup? Well, it's, it's different. Oh. Between, it's the difference between what he so did what, on camera and what they edited together. So what you know? they edited together, right? Well, in the commercial, they're like, they're like, "Are you still going to eat it?" And Damien yeah. says, "Damien says, yeah, I'm going to eat it. I'm not a psychopath." <laughs> Which is like the, a not psychopath thing to say about getting a free hot dog with some ketchup on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not a psychopath. I'll, I'm not going to throw away a perfectly good hot dog. So, so what, he, what was your initial reaction off camera? That was initial the reaction off camera He's, was, "What's the red shit on my hot dog?" <laughs> and I, it was so like this. This restaurant was across the street from my job. Like I was standing outside opening up the bar, and this woman was like, "Hey, you want a free hot dog?" And I was like, "I got a half an hour. Fuck yeah, I want a free hot dog." <laughs> it takes you a half hour to eat a free hot dog. <laughs> well, I'm saying I, I had, had to put in makeup. And, uh, I had the time to eat three hot dogs. We had to get through costume and makeup and all that. You know? <laughs> uh, so yeah, she said just they were gonna be filming around. She didn't even she didn't say shit about like she's like they just want you to try this. They'll be filming, you know. Whatever. I was like, sure, sure, sure. Sign. Get the hot dog. I know these dudes. So I was asking him, I'm like, yo, what's the red shit on my hot dog? And he's like, we can't say anything. I was like, well, obviously that's got to be the dog sauce. That's it, right? And he's like, I can't say anything. I was like, you sure this ain't ketchup? He's like, I can't say nothing. <laughs> sure this ain't ketchup? <laughs> I like that that's what you, you're like, you're sure this ain't ketchup. You trying to trick me? Did, did it look like ketchup? I mean, ketchup's it's pretty. It's fucking ketchup. It, 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 was, it was ketchup. It was ketchup. I was straight up I was just wondering if they like ketchup. dyed it different or something. Because no. ketchup is pretty Like the green ketchup? Yeah. yeah. Remember no, they had the green like ketchup? You know? Blue that, bottle, that was it. That was the whole thing. Well, no, that was, yeah. They had that weird green ketchup and the purple ketchup and all that crazy shit. Dog sauce was just a, uh, I don't know, it was just like a regular bottle. I think it was either white or blue, and then it had the Chicago flag on the front. And it said Chicago dog sauce, just like any other Heinz product, you know. And like uh, pump. yeah, they just they just fucking punk people. That's there's all they did. A, there's a warehouse full of that shit somewhere. Did you feel betrayed? And it's probably worth a fortune. I think though. it was made. I think there was like five stickers made. It's probably Damien. <laughs> all Damien. that happened. So here's the deal. I did not give a flying fuck when I, when this happened. <laughs> right. Free up You got a free lunch. I had no clue that this shit was going to be a nationally televised commercial. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if, if you had known, would you have taken the free hot dog? If you could go back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hammed it up more. It was a hot dog. Oh yeah, you totally would have hammed it I'm up more. I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> I'm not, dude, I was broke. That you would have put a blind stagger shirt on. And fucking, so, yeah, all yeah. right, I'm so ready. After, after all, all that, and, and this was you know a year or two ago when this commercial actually happened, and then and then like everybody who you know knew Damien and or knows you know all of us just clowning on Damien for the fucking. Dude, there's a picture of me hanging at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> 
lost. He's the ketchup guy. That's pretty good. So to everybody listening, this uh, our friend John Skibbs, who edits our show, came to this recent show, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the most kitchen recent show. show. Yeah. kitchen show with a shirt with Damien's face on it from the commercial. It had... Letters on the bottom that said, I'm not a psychopath. The, the best part <laughs> about I it. I saw it and I was just like, I need one of those. Dude, check it yeah, out. Are so, you guys going to sell it? I think we no. need to make a run of those shirts. That's Damon. the next koozie. Dude, just do. <laughs> hey, Damon, that's not a bad Damon, one, actually. Just do 30 of those I'm not a psychopath shirts, and I swear to God, you'll sell out of them in a day, dude. Might. I think Might. I think you would sell out of them. How many people work at Gingerman? Because they're going to buy them. <laughs> yeah, good point. But, uh, It'll be your most popular item. So dude. there's there's two different It'll versions. Of that comer- there's two different versions of that commercial. You know, one where and they like for some reason they singled Damien out and like kind of punked him especially. So there's like one version where because he gave the best it's kind, response. It's, it's, it's kind of a normal one. Just did like no, no, no. It's, it's the it's the way out by ketchup. It's the way they edited the last one because they just like they gave the chun 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 with a close up like three times on Damien's face I'm and that's the picture pass. that John put on the shirt. <laughs> So, like, that's the one where they really punked up. You know, it's like, what the fuck is this? After Dark. Oh, man. So, fuck Heinz then, right? Yeah. Goddamn yep. deceitful Hunts bastards. catch up all the way. <laughs> well, Heinz okay, up. hashtag boycott Heinz ketchup, hashtag I'm not a psychopath. Make sure to use those. Down with the ketchup monopoly. Yep. <laughs> well, Damien, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. It's good to talk yeah, to buddy. you. Good we talking am- to you. We ambushed them. Yeah. Well, uh, we miss you, and we want to have you back soon, so come do something. Come play a show or yeah, something. we will. Soon. All right, buddy. All right, later, All right later. 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 So. So he is a psychopath. So the retreat. <laughs> so I want to re- make a shirt with just back that. to the retreat. I'm sorry, real quick. <laughs> I want to re- make a shirt with just that picture on a shirt with, like, a red, you know, the red stamp. Just psychopathic. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, looks like it's stamped in ketchup. Looks, yeah, drippy and shit. Yeah, okay. 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 Last last thing about it. Okay. So the retreat. So what <laughs> what did it look like when you guys were up there? Like so you're 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 on a lake up there in in it's northeastern Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Like the upper the upper northeastern corner. Sister Bay. Sister Bay Sister facing Bay. straight north into Lake Superior. Yeah. Into Lake Superior. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Into I didn't realize it was Superior. right off of Lake Superior. Yeah. It's that little tip right there. And, uh, yeah, we're, really... this house is a beautiful fucking house. Oh, yeah. Like, beautiful, you know, lake house with 20-foot cathedral ceilings and big fireplace. And Where did you guys set up? Right in the big, the big gigantic room in the middle of the house. How are the acoustics? Fantastic. Yeah, with saw, the vaulted ceilings and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, it all sounded great. Like, uh, we all just kind of surrounded ourselves, like made a big circle out of everything, put the drums right in front of the fireplace, and just kind of aimed everything else at the fireplace. And it sounded great. Fucking awesome. Cool. Yeah, I saw a quick video this, from it. You know, the big panoramic view of the... We, all, we also got chased by the storm on the way in. Yeah, but and we had enough time to like get some groceries or whatever. So like when we got there, like, it was all good. it was no, it was all good. Like the the roads were all fine. And then like as soon as we got there, maybe like an hour or two later, the storm just like blew over the whole place. It was like storm. nice. <laughs> storm. Stormed you guys inside to make rock. To make rock. Did, to make rock. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly how I felt. You about got it. you yeah. got snowed into I mean, the, the the fucking rocking. I guess we should just let the legend grow. Yeah. 
That's what you should tell people. It should be like, yeah. and then a storm hit. We, we got, got snowed in. And during that time. All we could do was rock and roll in the big room in the big house. We had two choices. Eat each other or, or rock, and rock and roll. And roll. <laughs> rock or eat each other. But I mean, you'd probably have to do both, honestly. Yeah, you eventually. You, you can't, a man can't live Luckily, off Luckily, we had home. food. Yeah. 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 Or so, rocks. And Rocky. So how much time a day did you guys actually um, spend we, working on music? We, like, how much of it was hanging out? So we, how much of it we would was wake up, and it was like probably 10 a.m. Everybody wake up and like maybe uh, take the cobwebs off for an hour and then jam for an hour. Then do like the breakfast thing, then jam another hour or two, then do lunch, then jam another hour or two, then have dinner, and then just drink or smoke or fuck around. You guys yeah. would jam that all fucking day, man. Well, I mean, it's only really jamming like three or four hours throughout the day, I guess. Yeah. It was like hard work, but there, there's also that it was a work party. half of the time. It was a work party. It was, it was a work party. party. Yeah, we were trying to get some work done, and we took short breaks. That's really cool. How much did... It, and the place didn't cost you anything, right? No, Because no, it was a friend's party. property. Yeah. But the main thing that we got to do was A, hang out, and then write a the couple new songs and everything, but we fucking tightened up like when we started playing with each other again when we when we got there these guys have already been practicing while we're gone and you know me and Laura coming in just made it nicer and, and you know I don't know I don't really see the difference but I can see these guys' faces light up when it's like there they are you know yeah 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 well cause we do it every week without them and it's like there's something missing oh well, I'm, well I'm, yeah I'm sure, I'm sure you there's can relate there's a big something missing yeah I can relate the most I mean not the most important part <laughs> but like the fucking, He's sitting right there. The, the icing on the goddamn cup. <laughs> the icing on the cupcake ain't there. You know, you know that's I mean? what we were calling uh, the vocals last night when we were running through the shit that we practiced. The, the chili on the like burrito. We, we, we got this going on. We'll wait for Aaron to come in and kind of layer the cake with some frosting. See what kind yeah, of yeah, cake it's going to be. I think it's important to jam without some elements sometimes you know it does make for tidying up some other shit oh, absolutely. for sure you can rhythm, concentrate rhythm, on other things rhythm section like if you, if you, if you go without vocals it gives like the music elements just time to actually hear what else is going on right you know? i yeah. will say this having these practices without you guys it makes what tiny and i do together way tighter Way tighter and way more important because we can actually concentrate more on well, it. Well, the more the more that is coming at you, the more you can like the more brush different voices are in there. It's easier to brush it off and kind of like sweep things under the sonic rug. You know what I mean? Right. And, like kind of kind of just go. Oh, we'll just ignore that. I mean, generally, right around here, yeah. it all sounds pretty good. You know, yeah. nobody, but, every, not everybody hits here at the same time. But uh, yeah, whatever, it works. We'll, it more or less works. I, eventually, somebody brings it up like a year later. It's yeah. like, yeah, I thought so too. Maybe we should tell you that. It's usually like when the singer doesn't show up. Right. It's when that shit but comes up. It, it gives you time to work on those little things that you don't think are that important, and it's just it, you're it makes right. it so everybody's much fun. Like, oh, not everybody hits there right on time. Yeah, I'll bring it up next time. And you just fucking keep forgetting yeah, yeah. or whatever. But it, then, then you're like, we have time to work on that stupid thing yeah. that we should be playing right. Or, yeah. or, or you start to play a song and you're like, hey, like 30 seconds, and you're like, hey, before we get into the song, there's this part, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. We, that we keep fucking up or, you know, we're not. And, and that, that I think is a big reason that, and Brad from Evergroove taught, taught me this. He, he brought, I heard him bring this up in a panel discussion that he did at Mutiny years ago before we decided to record with him. <laughs> is he was talking about how he can't believe that there's bands that cancel practice if somebody can't make it. 
You know, because yeah. it's like there is always something that can get done. And I mean, oh, we yeah. we generally cancel if like three or more people can't make it. Like if it's if it's impossible to do, but then we'll get together and do something. You know what I mean? Like we'll 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 get some kind of work done. I've I've practiced with just Ty, and I've also practiced with just Shrek. There's a lot that you can take away from that. Actually, when last time me and Shrek practiced by ourselves, we we like barely played. We played like a couple things. I was like. This is pretty lame. And then we sat around and drank beers, like just kind of sit, like standing and facing each other at the practice spot. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. You know, just drinking beers, and we end up making the game stringo, which is like yep. a ring toss made out of bass strings that are duct taped. <laughs> <laughs> but that game still exists to this day. So the it point sure being knows. is that we still were creative and still made something out of nothing. Yeah, we man. made out. We made a night of it. Man, I'm I'm envious. That sounds fucking awesome, dude. That sounds like a just. Just a Shit, great experience. Me, me and Ty, when we uh, practiced together last time, I think it was years ago, but uh, we d- we ended up making a We Don't Party out of that. We, we Don't Party, you guys wrote, because basically when we were at Goldberg's place, I had a rough idea of what I wanted vocally. Oh, and and I told, I was, the only direction I gave you guys was go in and play something kind of fast. Murphy's Law meets uh, Motorhead type of thing, ba da 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 da. And you yeah. and you and Ty, Ty went in, and you passed the bottle back and forth. That was at Goldberg's. Basement. That was at Goldberg's. Like right and then in, you just right. went. You got, how we, about yeah. this? It was a late night there, and you guys spent maybe like. 20, 25 minutes just bouncing. I think I slept. There. I, I think I slept there for like <coughs> the almost week that, that we were recording there. So because I because I missed my flight during that time too, and it was New Year's Eve during that time too. Yep. Yeah. Um, Ty and I were supposed to get together two weeks ago uh, when you were in Chicago, and we were going to get together. But then I was like, let's just get get together and write the set list for the show we had last Wednesday. And so he came and met me at the bar while I was working. And the whole goal was just to get the set list together and see what we could do. Did you? Yeah. That, that's <laughs> sure. <it. laughs> we wrote some songs on a Sure, of kid, if it makes you feel better. <laughs> but we got together and we did it. Damn well, we it. got together because yeah, we're right. a fucking band. You're a band. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we wrote some songs Camaraderie on a piece of paper. And then I got off work and me and Ty sat around and drank beers. That's pretty cool, though. Damn right. It's still hanging out. Hanging, that, that's the other thing. Big hanging part of out, being in a band is hanging out. Hanging out is, like, the most important part of it. 60% of it. It's 60% of it easily. Because, number one, if you like each other, your band is going to sound better. And your band is going to look better on stage. Well, then again. Period. And it helps spending half a day in a van together. If you're hired gun-type people, there's a lot more leeway there. If you want your band to last, Cause, cause, is what I'm saying. Like you're, if you've well, got a good, if you've got a good what if your band's band compri- you want, made of, of employees, nothing but employees. Yeah, and there are certainly some amazing bands that have done that, but inevitably you hear the same thing, which is touring with them is really hard, or or things get delayed and hung up because they can't get a solid lineup. You know what I mean? Different people have different styles, and hired guns like. I don't know. Unless unless you're doing like really techy music where everything kind of sounds a very specific way sonically, 
I mean, I just think that people are stylistically too different. It's it's not well, even if they're playing original stuff. They're still hired guys, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There's people out there that are just fucking chameleons and can do, you know, there are, do and sound however you want them to. But I think I think that being able to travel with someone and, and that's being a talent a, in itself, by the way. Well, and being able to develop that stage telepathy. You know what I'm talking about? That's different. Yeah. That's the TNS that, connection, that's brother. TNS connection. TNS connection, brother. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. You've had that for years. For years. Decades, yep. almost. I think the T and the S stand for the tongue and schlong. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say touch and schlong. <laughs> you can call it what you want. I call it messing with the kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh man! Should we do the sponsors? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, or maybe we should take a break and then do the yeah, sponsors. Yeah, let's take it. Let's take a quick break. Good uh, idea. Uh, I need a smoke. Well, yeah, we'll be right back. Have uh, a beer. After dark. After dark. Let's uh, give a shout out to our sponsors. Right. We love the people who make this shit happen, man. Hell um, yeah. First of all, Matula Plumbing. Matula! Des Plaines, Illinois. Angie's List. Super service winner. 2011. He'll wear the booties for you. The master of poopers himself, Jerry Matula. Shit rolls downhill. Don't be at the bottom. Your shit is our bread and butter. Your number two, our number one priority. Tell Jerry the boy sent you. After dark. Evergroove Studio. Best place to make a record. Period. The best place to make a record. Solar powered. Solar powered. Middle of the Shadow Mountain region. I mean, you. Why wouldn't you go record an album on Shadow Mountain? Like, that's. Because that, it's far. It's not far, though. Not for Denver, but for the Staggers. For the Staggers? Yeah, but if you're going to come out to Denver, you might as well go the extra 45 minutes to fucking Evergreen. You, That's no problem. You pusswad. Evergroove Studio, don't be a pusswad. Record your next album. <laughs> unless, I mean, unless you want to, which is fine. The world needs pusswads, too. Just go to Pusswad Studios. <laughs> this, of course, brought to you by Pusswad Studios. Tell Pusswad the boy sent you. Uh, Flipside Music, just the coolest fucking uh, instrument and gear store in town. Ike knows his shit. Go down there. Tell him the motherfucking boys sent you. Uh... The Nug Nation Studios right, in Denver, Colorado, yeah. where we uh, where we record the motherfucking podcast and where we lend a hand to to move the needle ever so slightly on the the world domination of the Nug Nation series at thenugnation.com. Join the Nugs and their <laughs> just wacky adventures through the town of Nugville as they try and find meaning in their meaningless, handless. Nug existence. Nugnation Studios. After, After dark. dark. <laughs> Rocket Space Rehearsal Studios, the official practice space of motherfucking ruckus. Rocket Space. 
You ain't got to carry shit. Did you do Matula plumbing yet? Of course. You're wearing your Matula plumbing shirt. Uh, my, right? my custom. Your button one, one of a kind, personalized. Oh, what? We're going to get a picture later. Matula plumbing shirt. Nice. Does it have anything on the back? It, it sure, sure does. does. <laughs> Dude, I want one. Hey, Jerry. It's one of a kind. Tell Jerry it's one to of make my... Aaron a shirt. Hey, Jerry. Uh... I'm sure, yeah, he probably listened to it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he listens once he in listens a while. He listens once in a while. He listens yeah, once in a while. Yeah, Aaron wants one of the shirts like you got for me. You know? <laughs> he <just> hey, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me step in here. I want to talk to Jerry for a second. <laughs> hey, Jerry, real quick. Come here real quick. Yeah. Hey, where's your bathroom? <laughs> it's hey, like a telephone, right? Yeah. I, I'm not from around here. Um, where's your bathroom? Actually, I'll bet Jerry has an awesome bathroom. Several awesome bathrooms. Yeah. Like, I'll bet he his does he have like the best toilets out of anybody you know? Like he's like top of the line, like slaps the toilet and like you can fit a lot of poos in this baby. I've never seen him clog. I've never seen him clogged. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen him. I've never seen and, him and has clogged a lot of them. <laughs> he's clogged the best of them. I've done my fair share. You've yeah. Matula plumbing. You've left some donkers at the Matulas. <laughs> yes, I have. Oh man, but I didn't leave you've them because they flushed. Some they always flush. The Matulas. They always flush. So I never left them there. All the chili and Bears games you can handle. Yeah. I was going to say, there's been some, some sporting events there. Oh, yeah. You guys have been over there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice place. Rad dude. Fuck yeah. One of the best. Also, the drummer of the Eliminators band. Yeah. Drummer for the Eliminator band. Yeah. If you get a chance uh, to see the Eliminator band, if you're like at a casino on, on an Indian this, reservation, yeah, will this be like broadcast? Uh, Wait, which one were they on? They were on. Um, I think they're playing this Saturday. Where are they playing right now? I, fuck if I know. It's somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. This probably this be weekend. Out for like a week. The the so. world famous Eliminator band. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who am I? Who am I forgetting? TV. You're forgetting. Uh, but I mean, besides the patrons, mutiny. viewers like you. Viewers like you and Mutiny. Oh yeah, this is a Mutiny transmission. We have, we have no paper. We I've been no, going. No I've been notes. going to Mutiny a lot lately um, because number one, our new comic is on sale there. So uh, the front lines of Good Times Chapter Two is now available at Mutiny Information Cafe. Go by, eat some cereal, drink some coffee, play an Alice Cooper pinball machine, look at some comic books. Uh, maybe check out a poetry reading or a live magic show or or maybe even some badass fucking grindcore bands or god who knows what else they do everything <laughs> over there man well, maybe uh, some comedians maybe some comedians oh, bitching about everything in their lives maybe, maybe check <laughs> just going on going isn't my life interesting to talk about aren't I sad <laughs> That's what you're doing right now. Never I have I ever wanted to say that stupid more. That's stupid. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. Uh, mutiny Information Goddamn Cafe. Hippies. This is a mutiny transmission. Uh, <laughs> mutiny Transmissions is a media service division of the greatest just store, greatest business in the city of Denver. Mutiny, there's nothing else like mutiny in the city of Denver. Go, go get lost in there. Yeah, seriously. Go spend some time in there. I've been meeting with uh, Jake Fairley and uh, Macy Little, our animator, too, um, talking about the new stuff for the Front Lines of Good Times. That shit is looking so sick. Oh, it's looking so good, dude. I can't wait to release release that thing. And, of course, that would not be possible without the patrons. The patrons. 
Thank you so much, guys, to the people who back us on patreon.com slash mfruckus. We appreciate the ever-loving shit out of you guys. Man, we can't wait to show you what we're working on. It's amazing it's what a band together. can do. It's amazing what you can do with just just that little bit of help, man. And we really, really appreciate you guys. Um, That's the viewers like you. Yeah, the viewers like you. Our patrons are viewers like you. Uh, they're just people who happen to dig what we do and get access to a whole bunch of extra, early, exclusive, fun-ass shit in exchange for a small recurrent contribution every month via our Patreon page at patreon.com slash mfruckus. Yeah. Learn more. Go check it out. We watched the... Uh we watched all of the chapters that are, that have been, you know, the, the rough cuts that we've been looking at. Oh, yeah, all the pages that all, all the, the pages. Yeah, yeah. We, we watched. Yeah, that I gotta on. say, looking badass, fellas. Yeah, Thanks, you man. like it? Dude, we went I'm over. Digging it. I, yep. went, I went over to uh, Skibs and Allison's house. I'm digging it. It's gonna be cool, he's man. He's got like this fucking eighty-something inch TV that we just wa- that we watched the comic on, and just made it that much cooler for me. It's gonna be. He's like, this man. is pretty good. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we we dude, it was got, so big. I always the eighty-inch TV will do that. Yeah, I always thought on my phone before that I was like, this is pretty fucking. I've got to tell you guys about some some conversations off the air that I that I can't talk right. about on record quite oh, man. but for those of you who are listening I just rest assured that we've got some big stuff coming down the pike um, are we out of time Tony got about 10 so okay minutes, then then since we've got Shrek on the show we can talk about some of the other oh, stuff geez. that's been going on God there's just so much that's been going on um, you know of course we had we had the show that you had to miss oh, we boy. had uh, you know, the Grown Ass Man Rock Show. We can talk about that on the next episode. Uh, I played with my Oingo Boingo tribute band, with uh, which was a lot of fun. Logan came and checked it out. We'll talk about that on a, on on the next episode. Well, maybe not. Maybe, maybe maybe we'll stay here. But what? It's what, a maybe still. It's a maybe. It's still. a maybe still. Okay. Well, then let's make sure that we cover the one the one thing that I wanted to make sure that we covered, which is I want to know how. How that Super Suckers show went for you guys? Because you guys went out, you guys went you out and did one. the, uh, you guys went out and did your uh, your retreat, but then you also got to open for the Super Suckers mm-hmm. at the at the Beat Kitchen, and I'm curious after spending three days playing for, you know, six hours a day, right? Mm, that's pretty generous, don't you think? Four yeah. hours a day, maybe more like no, that. we we played a lot, like. We've so after getting lot. together and playing like that, how do you think that that influenced the Super Sucker show? Like, oh, were you guys were you guys sore and worn out, or were you guys like a little bit. badass? Were you crushing it? We were a little bit. I mean, personally, you know, I was a little uh, little worn out because I've been playing all you know long, long for, for three days straight for a long time, and it was. Once we got there and got set up and, you know, started getting at it, it was fine because, you know, the adrenaline takes over. And right. Got a little warmed up. Obviously, you don't really care about that anymore and, you know, a couple of cocktails and it all works itself out. Do you think Do you think that you were tighter because of it? Like Absolutely. Than usual? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. It wasn't that bad when we first got to the, to, to the place in Wisconsin, though. It was, right. It was like, the first, the first run through... Really, I didn't. On a scale I mean, from not, one, well, there, there, you your show went. The show or the first practice? Your performance. Well, see, see, I, yeah, I, Tony. I, see, Tony has a, has a problem with his performance. I'm all gravy. Day. Yeah, absolutely. He's, from what I understand, his wife has shape. a problem with his performance too. Hey! Oh, oh boy! Oh, 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 o
son of a bitch! Wow, dirty laundry. I thought I was the one getting set up around here. So. <laughs> Tony hasn't set anything up in a long time. Damn. Anyways. Damn. But yeah, like, once we started playing... And Are you mad at him? Yeah. Are you mad? Should I leave? Should I leave? Should I get, Should out, I get out, out of here? Well, no. This is my right. No. <laughs> okay. So why, why, why are you griping? My, my, my griping is uh, totally I think personal. it's a tone thing. Yeah, it's a totally personal thing. Um, like when we're up in Wisconsin, obviously we got accustomed to having our amps pointed at each other and standing in a certain spot and having the fucking... We we had our yeah we had we had we had, okay. yeah we're standing in a place where everybody's happy. Well, with that place everything. has great monitors and great sound, anyways. Bee so Kitchen it shouldn't does. have been a problem. It shouldn't have been a problem, but um, it just didn't click. It didn't for sound me. Ex- okay. it didn't sound like he was used to for the last few. No, what do you guys what do you guys think, think about the bands that have been doing like? It's not Bee Kitchen's fault. Like I said, it's totally personal. Aiming speakers end. up at themselves. Like yeah, have you the seen amp? the bands that are doing these? The, like, yeah, the where, amps where they're like amp stands. They have the, they have the amps pointed back up at them, and then they only run. Uh, they 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 only run their sound into the audience through through the PA. They don't do any of it depending on their amp to take care of it. Like they leave that all up. Shit. To the if a, if a venue has the PA to handle that everything like that, I'd say go for it. Yeah, like it it makes. I agree. You know the audience. Uh, the audience gets only what they want, and like we get what we want because the amps are facing in, yeah. our, in our in our ears. Like, uh, like you directly. Can, if there's a uh, if except the, for the bass, you can't really tilt back a two fifteen. That's cabin. right, Trek. It's damn oh. right. No. <laughs> but if, if the venue has the PA to to handle that, that's fine. But if you're a band that's just setting up to set up weird and just be like, oh, look at what they yeah. do, then. No, because <laughs> there are right. bands that do that. That's there are bands stupid. to do that. Set up just to be weird. Well, maybe. Yeah. We're gonna play like on the floor because we like being here with the people. Like <laughs> the drummer's gonna set up sideways, like all the way on like stage left or something. You know. Sometimes like, you have to do that if you're playing with Ace Freely. One guy sets up in the bar, and another guy sets up in the bathroom, and <laughs> another guy's in the van. <laughs> Nobody needs that shit. Mm. Man, no. you're, you're, you're but, dad, but guys who uh, set up weird on, cool. on stage, your dad has the ISO cab, so like, yeah. I, I jammed with your dad. The uh, ISO cab, what's that all about? It's like a speaker in a, like a quote-unquote soundproof box with a microphone in it. Yeah, it's like a, spe- it's, it's and a speaker. And then you send a that box. signal from the microphone straight to either a recording device or the PA, or the PA like the, mm. the mixing when, board. When I go and on then st- it, it has basically zero stage volume and you can crank your amp to wherever the fuck you want and get whatever tone you want that's what your dad uses yeah, yeah. man going on stage and does he like it guys, I, I mean got, obviously he likes yeah. it they also been using inter- it for years yeah, they, yeah. Also, they also have in-ear monitors they got in-ear monitors now. but they need stage monitors so that he can get his feedback from his guitar the right way and mm-hmm. like there's a whole rigmarole to like making it work do. right but once he gets it all dialed in it's fucking flawless but they're set up so that they can set up anywhere yeah like that's that's pretty much the purpose of that right correct yeah so how was uh <laughs> how was um shut up and drink your whiskey so how how what how was the super sucker show that was a fucking blast boy i can't cut off the how was uh how was the uh like how did the crowd respond so you guys were tighter because of playing together but how was um <laughs> 
How was the crowd's response to how the you The response from the crowd was actually very receptive. Yeah. yeah. A lot of dancing, a lot of clapping, whooping and hollering, you know, how well, like, around. What was the like, size of the crowd by the time you guys got on? Good. Well, we were one of two bands, so... Uh, it was just you guys and the, the first Super cu- Yeah, the first yeah. couple of songs, like, crowd was a little thin. Yeah, but that's like, true. They're, 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 I'd say the middle of the set, the room was fairly well filled up. How are the Super Suckers? They're the greatest well, badasses rock and roll band. Badasses always. Always. Yeah. yeah. What, the greatest rock and roll band of all time? Is that what they say? That's what, uh, in the world. In the world? There's a lot of bands well, you know, that say that. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, I don't know. That, you know what? The I'm not sure that that's ever been proven, but they are pretty badass. The greatest yeah. rock and roll bands in the world, I feel like, don't say it. Well, they don't have you to. You know what I mean? It's like that Zen Koan, like, he who says does not know, and he who knows does not say. After, After dark. Uh, it's a humility thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so do, you ha- do you have to go? No. You don't have to go? Not right now. So we just, like, climaxed and closed out the show for no reason whatsoever? Who said we Th- climaxed? That was a yeah. climax? <laughs> That's what you got? Yeah. yeah. Next. I usually climax every three, or three to five minutes or so. <laughs> oh! Um, well, I'm glad you got to spend some extra time out in Chicago. Yeah, it was uh, kind of Me a double-edged sword, you know? But, uh, it, was, it was cool, but I, I, I kind of missed some stuff here. I'll tell you what, even though we were unable to do the streets show, like even though you were unable to be here, the support was still fucking awesome. The, <laughs> it was really good. The, the, show, the show was a success. Like, <coughs> considering that we had the snowstorm, considering that it was kind of a last minute show, considering it was a Thursday, considering that we thought it wasn't going to happen and then thought it was going to happen and then thought it didn't happen again and and like like lost people through that natural process it was still about a third of the way full right yeah, yeah. like there was a lot of people at streets man a lot Street, of people came out streets has a uh, 150 uh, give or take capacity <laughs> we, you know we yeah push it a little bit but uh no you don't ever i mean unless it's illegal which uh, what does a fireman but, say uh, yeah uh, we had like 50 people there. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was a lot of people from around the scene in Denver and just a lot of like, hey, how you been? Shaking hands and buying shots and like. How, uh, are, the, how are the Born Readies? They were They're great. so good. Did they remind, they sound good. like. I saw, I saw um, a little bit of video online. That was it. They remind me of like King Tough meets Cheap Trick. Like that's what they sound like to me. They've kind uh, of got Illinois, that like uh, Rockford, Rockford, Illinois. They've kind of got that like cheap trick, poppy seventies arena rock thing going on. Cool. But then Chris, the singer, like sings like King Tough. Like you ever listened to King Tough before? No. Now you you actually probably enough. might like him. King Tough is pretty cool. Check him out. Hello. But uh, yeah, just they're just a lot of fun. Just like a really good fucking what? like rock and roll. Uh, garage rock, pop rock, like really fun band. What I like about them is they don't look like they're gonna sound like that. Like they no. got like denim vests with they they all wear denim vests with the Born Ready's patch on the back. Oh yeah, cool. And they're like Chris is like this big, like, fully sleeved tattoo guy and he's a very nice guy, cool dude. But 
looks like a bruiser. Facial you know? hair and long hair and you know the backwards hat and like kind of. <laughs> it looks a little shrecky. And then and then they get up there and they play some like just chill easy to listen to rock and roll and it's yep. like fuck these guys are cool it's fun the grown fun, the grown ass rock show yeah dude, dude we're, we're we're growing up man dude the grown ass rock show we that was another starting thing. we're starting to get into it on adult contemporary uh. <laughs> <laughs> but i sat and i talked with those dipping guys the, dipping that pinky toe in uh, <laughs> but it, dude mostly i was impressed with how streets looks how like the the way they're running that place now the way uh uh john and karthik yeah. the way that john and karthik are running that place like it, it, like the way the stage is set up now like i'm really thinking we should make streets like our new denver bar like our new home bar you know what I you mean? don't pick a new home bar. The home bar picks you. Oh, that's <laughs> deep. Yeah. I don't think that's Whoa, true. I think man. we've picked every home bar we've ever had. Mm. We'll have to you don't really bit. pick it. It just materializes. We, we, we generally go to the place that gives us the best deal on drinks. That's a big part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever gives us the best <laughs> deal on drinks and caters to our ego the most. That's that, was, that was the old way. I feel like drinks turned into money and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because we love money. Money, 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 my only love. Um, no, but we're, we're talking about, about money. We're talking about doing the old man uh, rock show maybe regularly like, once a month. That's true. Yeah. Just, just at streets not, or as ruckus? I, I think like we should do no, just at streets. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, cool. But yeah, I mean, not not as ruckus. No, like, we we want to do we want to replay this one again and probably do this one with the born readies again. But just two bands started at like eight eight thirty. Eight o'clock you, sharp. You, you get home by yeah. ten thirty. Eight 11. o'clock sharp, dude. Show's over by eleven thirty. You're done. See, that's too late. Dude, that's I, too late. Too late. I came up with a poster idea for it, and it's just it's just like we want you to get to bed at a reasonable hour. <laughs> so it's the Oriental. The Oriental's got a show going on tonight. You know, it's all that remains, and Attila uh, and uh, a couple other bands. You know, right. Their show started at 6.30. That was the time the first band started. That show is done at 10.30. Tonight's Tuesday. Was well, it an all-ages show? No, I think it's just because it's Tuesday. Yeah, and think. people got shit to do but that's some gr- that's a grown-ass man rock show. Like, this 11.30 midnight that you're talking about, that's too late. People well, that's people like the fucking up. metalhead bros out at the Chain of Lakes. Fucking, that's what that kind of show is. Most of the people that come to see, or let's say half of the people that come to see us are age 35 to 44. Right. Like most of the people who come and see us. You know your demo. Yeah. We know the the shit out of our demo, man. Cater to the demo. Exactly. And they got shit to do in the morning. Do you know how many times we've been doing a show and they're like, you guys don't go until midnight? I'll catch you next time. You know, yeah, when I was younger, I used yeah, to get mad about that, but now I totally fucking understand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do have to give a shout-out to a couple bands because I asked them to play it last minute, and they really tried to, so there wasn't just one band on the show. Right. What and was it? Who were who they? Who were they? What happened? Do they? No. Uh, <laughs> the, and they all... Find really, out next week. They were all very excited about the idea we had. And they all really wanted to play it. They tried, but it didn't work out. And I wanted to thank them for doing it. Uh, um, bottom Bracket, Flight Kamikaze, Dryer Fire from Adams County. Adams County. Yeah. 
And, That's how uh, they roll in Adams uh, County. The, roll. the Zippers. Uh, yeah. Zippers, the new fucking kick-ass punk rock band from Denver, but... Thanks so much for trying. If you ever hear this, that, that's an, that's another thing too. Is like when nobody was like mad or annoyed with us or anything. They were like, "Oh, bummer, man, that sucks." But I mean, we understand. Like, say so whatever. We're gonna be out of here by ten. A, cu- a couple. Well, a couple people came up to me and they were like, "Dude, we know how you guys are. We know that that you." That you don't like, you don't like letting people down. Sh- and Shrek could probably attest to how bummed I was oh, dude. those couple yeah. days. Yeah, and, until I was absolutely fucked on not making it for the show. Until I was, like I, noon on Thursday, Tony was on his phone every fucking. Oh minute, yeah, looking for flights. Figuring out, he went to the airport once. And he got, got a, flight, a flight. He got a flight and yeah, then he lost got another the one. Canceled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know why? Because it's too shit. windy in Chicago. They fucking grounded all the planes oh. over there. That's exactly why so that it was happened. Chicago's fault. Yeah. The whole time. The whole time. Chicago. Yeah, it was Denver's the first time. Let's blame Chicago. Yeah. Pittiness. But what, once once that Aspen flight was canceled and it was like, there's no way I can make it in time. Right. I kind of actually relaxed too. It was like, because I was, okay. you know, done. yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, all right, you can come, yeah, come to Jam Night at Livewire. Yeah, it was, it was, and everybody's like, yay, Tony's here. It's like, I mean, there's nothing yeah. I can do. I might as well just fucking sit back yeah, and enjoy yeah. this, you know? Yeah. Might as well. At just, one point, yeah. you were talking to me about like getting a car and driving, and I was like, yeah, you're the, well, be that storm was through, that through storm. the blizzard, yeah. And they had some trains, but they were like fucking six hundred dollars or five hundred dollars, whatever it was. Dude, if you had tried to get a plane, a train ticket, I would have been like, no, Tony. Well, the train the train takes twenty hours, and when I was looking, I would have still made it like the night before. You would have been cutting it close. I would have been cutting it close. Trains but are really fun and all. They're not fun. But they're really cramped and fucking expensive and take a long time. I don't know. The train that I've been on, I had a really good time on it. Yeah, but if you're only yeah, going across... It was, <laughs> was on the train in the alley, you know yeah. what i <laughs> It would be a train and, and, at, the, at the same time, if you had said that there was a train ticket available, that's like way too much money to just to come and like play a there was fucking all, there was also, show at Streets like of London. Right I, the metro. I, I could have gotten a flight the next hours. day. But it was twenty six hundred dollars. I appreciated the effort that you made. Twenty six hundred dollars to fly the to, yep. to, like yeah. when, once it got canceled and they opened up DIA the next day. Twenty six hundred. You could buy a flight for twenty six hundred dollars, but then I got bumped to Friday, which was too late. So God, then those cocksuckers. Twenty six hundred. It was this thing was just like keep checking supply as man, often man. as you can because flights come up all the I time. I get it. Who I get it. That? Like, but it's it's the same thing as like when Uber surges. Yeah, it's you the know same what thing. I mean. And there's like. It's the exact There's same like five hundred dollar fucking Uber rides and shit. That's how they get you. At That's that point, they get you somebody there, should intervene and go. Okay, this is absurd. Supply and demand notwithstanding, this is absurd. Even though I know that people will pay that much, it's, it's capitalism at its finest. Yeah, I mean, if this rare, you know, occurrence happened, and they were just like. You know, like the big storm fucking happened. My flight got so all the robber barons in the eighteen hundreds made all their like millions O'Connor, and millions of dollars. Mr. Right. O'Connor, you have to get back to Denver for your immediate penis reattached surgery. <laughs> I'd be like, I will pay you twenty six hundred dollars to get my cock reattached. You know, but if it's just like you're gonna be slightly inconvenienced for that week, it's like I'll just stay here. You know what? I, I'll spend twenty six hundred. If it's a medical emergency, won't your insurance cover that? I'll find that. 
I'm just saying, if I had to get back to Denver, <laughs> there was an ama- wait. And there yours, was, your oh, yeah. demo doesn't cover that's right. reattaching I'm talking. That's right. I'm talking to another uh, well, service industry Shrek, Shrek fucking the best guy here. Penis reattach doctor. Is, Is it in Denver? Denver? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. to I know. I know. Good I've to know. Through the process, just many. in case. Yeah. His name is Milo Adedictomy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his name, Doctor Adedictomy. Uh, yeah. So, man, it. So we were bummed that you weren't there, but it was a really fucking. I mean, it was still a really fun night. It was a good. Jan got to hang out with people. Time. Dad. Still that was came another out. reason for fucking. Being, oh man! Yeah, that was no, just, that was no, and I get it, man. And everybody knows you tried, and you can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather, man. And a lot of good came from it. We got invited to be on a T Rex tribute album, like oh. so. We've got to find a T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, the dinosaur tribute to the dinosaur. So we've got to write cool. a song about the Tyrannosaurus Rex. No, T nice. Rex. Mark Bolin, T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's just going to be 50 bands all covering the Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park theme song. Yeah. Or Denver the Last Dinosaur. Remember Denver the Last Dinosaur? Mm-hmm. Do you remember Denver the Last Dinosaur? No. Hell no, man. <laughs> no. Is, it, is that a, a local thing? No, it was a cartoon show. It was, it was show. a puppet show they did downtown he for was, the kids. Dude, yeah. it was like... It was an downtown here? Show. Yeah, the, the whole town came there, to there see was it. Like it was these, like the Bozo show? <laughs> the Bozo You're the Bozo show! <laughs> There, there were these like architect oh, no, yeah. types that WGN was a fucking yeah, yeah, nationwide yeah. channel that's no, right it, it was Chicago you know you know Poochie from uh, the Simpsons you know the Simpsons where Poochie is yeah, on the, the third yeah. Denver the last dinosaur was basically if Poochie were a dinosaur <laughs> Like these, these uh, uh, the no, hippie from these archaeologists like find and thaw out this dinosaur, and then these and kids he lives, and like the governments after him, and, like all these people are after him, and they're like protecting him. Yeah, shit, so the right? kids, wait, these, for real? Does he hide in the kids, secret yeah, bunker under the airport? You don't remember Denver, the last dinosaur? So oh, no. okay, so then these kids dress up Denver. Like a kid, and you know oh the gosh. fucking cops. Somebody and he buys booze for him. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like fifty million no, years old. Sorry. No, but he has like he has like a letter jacket and sunglasses, and like rides a skateboard and stuff. And it had a song that was like Denver, the last dinosaur. And yeah. Yeah, sounds yeah. made up as fuck. No, it's not <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Are you I'm not sure it's. Re- I'm sure it's real. I'm Look sure it up, it's real. Yeah. It's one of them regional things. Yeah, it's that didn't get to Chicago. One of those small like towns. Like the McDLT. <laughs> hey, maybe it's a regional thing. We had a McDLT. We had well, we had the Beef Wellington. When was, the Beef Wellington? Wellington. What is that? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Well, that was at McDonald's. Uh, yeah, it was uh, for a while on the Bulls. We had a uh, we had a guy named Bill Wennington. Uh, okay. Oh, right. And right. Uh, he, was, was he, he was he was like a backup center or something. Yeah, yeah. It was just a fucking cheeseburger with like a, some other garbage on it. <laughs> <laughs> it was called the Beef Wennington. Uh, oh shit! Like you'd only get it in Chicago for like a limited time. I remember the uh, Dennis Rodman cups that would change color. His Hell hair, yeah! His hair would well, change that was color. Burger King. I no, that was, that was McDonald's for sure. 
I remember being a pretty big deal. Did you guys have those out here when Dennis Rodman was the shit on the Bulls? You'd have the the McDonald's cup, and it was one color when there was no pop in it, and then you filled the whole thing up, and then his hair like would turn blue. Uh, Hell, we didn't even get a Taco Bell out here until I was twenty years old. We make we don't have any of these fancy places like you Chicago Indians. They got their first stoplight. They they got their first traffic light, like. Maybe oh hell! We just got installed a couple weeks ago. Do you guys have streets in Denver? Or does everybody still ride horses? Oh no! <laughs> Mostly we bang rocks together all day. Carrier pigeons are big. Yeah, carrier pigeons are big. Anytime I want to send my mama a text, I have to write on a little slip of parchment and tie it around the ankle of my carrier pigeon. Given two saltine crackers. The if it's West. important, you tell you send it by fox, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> hey, somebody set up my fox machine. <laughs> I need this to get to quit. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, Twitter just referred to it a, a, a canary in the coal mine that let you know there was a gas leak. You know what I'm saying? That was the only tweets I ever heard. Yeah. You'd hear tweet, tweet, and then nothing else, and that man get run, the hell out. Run, run, get the hell out. Oh, like, shit, Byron's like coming how, out. I like how the Get the hell out. Get the hell out. Get the hell off my doobie brothers. Now, now that he works in a mine, he's just like, his accent is like a He's a wide-eyed coot <laughs> digging for gold in the Rocky Mountains. You say the hell off my doobie brothers. You get off my land, varmint. I think anybody listening to this, if this was loud, like in somebody's office or whatever the fuck they're listening to or that. They just blew their speakers. Yeah, they just hear Aaron talking like a gold miner and Shrek's telling people to get the a hell out of the wide-eyed coot. That's what they're called. This? I actually, there was a period of time where I wanted to get Logan a hat with a big flip brim, brim on the front. Like coot, and just start calling him Cookie. <laughs> because when we would get remember when we were on tour and you were cooking most of the meals when we were when we were in Steve O's RV and Logan was cooking most we had of the like meals a little Weber grill and I would just yeah Logan, Logan did most of the cooking and he's he's definitely the best cook in our band and you're the best cook in your band Shrek uh, we all have our specialties. <laughs> Bass players, man. But so I wanted to get Logan. Well, I meant like everybody in the band like has their specialties on what to cook. Well, we all, we all, we all, house. we all share the cooking traits. Maybe I just have like the natural like you're ability. The gr- to, you're the grill expert. Yeah, like, you're the be- you're the best at handling the meat. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Laura is the best at making a potato. It's like if you have like a uh, if you have a group of commandos in a in like an action movie like a war movie. There's like the explosives expert, and there's the guy who specializes in spy and espionage work, and the guy who specializes and he's a sharpshooter. Like you're the meat guy. You're like you're pretty much like the the explosives guy. I would say the meat guy is like the that's a very guy. good analogy. You should see when he cooks. There's it looks <laughs> yeah, like there's an explosion. Yeah. Oh my god, he cooks like there's no tomorrow. I, yeah, like literally, like there's like it doesn't matter. There's no stone to the walls turned. or the floor. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're actually Laura's birthday's this week. Yeah. And we're gonna go to a it's party over, in about thirty minutes. We're gonna, gonna go, go to, over to the house, right? Yeah. Tomorrow. What but, are you gonna cook tomorrow? I have uh, several options. I'm at least doing jalapeno poppers for sure. And, I think Alicia's uh, making those. 
Someone's doing something. I thought we were talking about chili for Someone's some reason. Someone's always doing something. But, like, I was also talking about doing, like, a crockpot pulled pork. So yeah. we'll see Dude, what this happens. This show always it, degenerates us into us talking about food. It's yeah. like it like starts out like we got to get up stories. early and go shopping for so a while. As, that, as, by a matter, the way. as a matter of fact, uh, pretty soon I'm gonna have to get out of here. I'm meeting Laura over at Bar Car because her birthday's at midnight. Oh jeez. Well then, I guess we'll just call it there. Because yeah. we have so much more to catch up on, but I think we can catch up on it on the next episode. Happy birthday, Laura. You guys, birthday, you guys, Laura. You guys yeah. want to go? Happy birthday, birthday Laura. Laura. I'm, I'm just birthday. glad we were able to get you on the show, Shrek. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm glad to be here. And I'm especially glad that we were able to do an episode, the first ever, and Shrek, probably you did not the last Almost. episode. Thank you. Thank you so much for Almost. a piece of me. Of the motherfucking podcast. The motherfucking strand of hands after after hours. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this has been. (laughs) This has been episode 49 (laughs) of the motherfucking podcast. Hey, thank you. You wanted it, you got it, motherfucker. Isn't it? uh, I'm sorry. Exactly. Isn't it a lot more fun with a, you know, bottle of hooch in the mix? Yeah, always. I agree. If we have responsible stuff like band practice to do afterwards, you gotta. You gotta mind your P's and Q's, you know. Yep. yep. Hey, uh, the tr- special the trick sponsor this week. Thank you to Stranahan's oh, Single Malt Whiskey for sponsoring the episode this week. Damn we right. I you didn't know. Special Except thanks to Laura. Trying the bottle. The bottler yeah. named Laura. What, whoever from Stranahan's bottle. The bottler named Laura. She wrote "swing" on the comments. We can smell you on the bottle. And uh, <laughs> we hope your birthday's tomorrow. You made my day. Your scent is on the bottle. I'm going to go down there to the bottling plant and hunt you down like a bloodhound. Well, Shrek, you can No, I ain't going to do that. I can bring the bottle home, yeah. Prospector, it's 2019. You can't do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go. I can't Sorry, man, it, no. prospectors. He did it. Dude, wide-eyed coot prospectors would get in so much trouble these days. It's time to pass Ooh. on the trophy. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the motherfucking podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Tony. I'm Logan. And apparently I'm Shrek. Apparently. <laughs> Still, all day. Uh, Still Shrek. <laughs> Still. Uh, motherfuckers also, also act like you forgot about Shrek. Um, oh, oh! Z-Man. you got to pick a song for um, oh, so right. every episode, Shrek. Oh, we never boy. even talked about the new album. We do a one for the homies. Yeah. Okay. So you get to pick a buddy's band that you want to give a shout out to, and then we'll close the episode with one of their songs. Is that so? Yeah. Well, that's, that's really difficult there. Um, or, you know what we could do this week is we could just, uh, without Damien's consent, just play demos from stuff that you guys did up on your trip this last year. Nah, this, not this last year. probably not the <laughs> best. Nah. Uh, also, Damien's the one that has Should it. we harmonize that? Nah. 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 <laughs> nah. Nashville We're not a singing lady. group or anything. No, no. Anyway, but, uh, I don't know. Wait, say it again? What you, what I was on a Nashville Pussy Kick lately. Okay, let's play a Nashville Pussy song. They count because we've played they with count, Nashville yeah. Pussy before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna count give, it. we're gonna give a shout out to uh, Nashville Pussy this what week. Song? Blaine and Ryder and fuck yeah, uh, Ryder. Shoot first and run like hell. Hell yeah, pimp. Nice. Hell yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a great. So one. yeah, we're gonna close with a little Nashville pussy on the motherfucking podcast. Yeah, strutting cock after dark.
After Dark. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. 